Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME CE credit. Jose is a 66-year-old retired auto mechanic who comes in for follow-up of his osteoarthritis of his knees. He has had gradual worsening of his arthritis symptoms for the past 10 years, and he had to stop working two years ago because his knees were bothering him so much. He states that his pain varies from day to day, but is typically a 3 to 4 out of 10, unless he is overly active when it tends to really go up. His typical pain has been gradually getting worse, and now he limits his activities to avoid getting knee pain. He has a BMI of 31 and a history of type 2 diabetes, which is adequately controlled with metformin. In the past, he has gotten steroid injections in his knee, with the last one being about nine months ago when he had a severe flare of his arthritis symptoms. He asks if he can get one today. Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Alan Ehrlich, Associate Professor in Family Medicine at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and Executive Editor of Dynamed. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Frank. So I, I can totally empathize with Jose. I have osteoarthritis of my one knee, um, and I don't particularly like corticosteroid injections in my knee. What, what are the current standard treatments for osteoarthritis of the knee that Jose should consider? Well, first and foremost, lifestyle interventions are the key thing for anyone with osteoarthritis of the knee. If you've got a BMI of 25 or more, then weight loss should be uh, advised and whatever we can do to help patients lose weight in that regard, all those are part of the treatment of osteoarthritis. And then the second thing is that exercise is important. And exercise should have two components. One is strengthening the muscles of the uh, lower extremities. If you strengthen the muscles around the knee joint, it will tend to stabilize the joint and decrease the amount of pain the person experiences. The patient should also be uh, participating in some type of aerobic activity, and ideally low-impact aerobics. And that can be water-based or it can be land-based. Simple walking is fine, but probably not uh, jogging. Things like uh, Stairmasters would be okay, but I would tend to uh, avoid anything that's going to have a lot of pounding. If that doesn't work, patients can be re referred for physical therapy to help them. And, uh, you know, if they're having pain, then you can use either acetaminophen or NSAIDs, uh, with topical NSAIDs often being a good choice in the elderly. I'm so glad you mentioned physical therapy uh, because um, 10 years ago when they told me I needed a total knee replacement, I asked to go to PT first, and it revolutionized how I care for my knee. I, I don't take anything for it. What are the risks and benefits of a glucocorticoid injection compared to something like physical therapy? This question was answered in a recent uh, randomized trial published in the New England Journal of Medicine. They had 156 patients with osteoarthritis of the knee who were randomized to either a uh, triamcinolone injection into the knee or physical therapy. The average age of the patients was 56, and they all had chronic symptoms. They were evaluated using WOMAC, the WOMAC scale, which is a validated way of assessing musculoskeletal pain and function, and the steroid injection could be repeated up to three times in a year. Subsequently, uh, there were evaluations at four months and nine months. If they were randomized to physical therapy, they had eight visits in the first four to six weeks, and at the four and nine months, 
uh, rechecks, they could opt for one to three sessions. And what they found was that at one year from the start of the trial, patients who had gotten PT had better overall functioning than the patients who had gotten a steroid injection or one or more steroid injections. In addition, one of their other outcomes was looking at what were the percent of uh, patients who had no improvement from their baseline, and that was about 10% with physical therapy and about 25% with the steroid injection. So for managing these chronic symptoms, physical therapy can actually lead to improvement. Uh, It appears to be superior to uh, steroids. In addition, one of the problems is that the um, the steroids can exacerbate glycemic control in patients with diabetes. And this makes perfect sense. With the physical therapy, you're um, improving physical functioning. Where at the corticosteroid injection, you're treating symptoms, but you're not necessarily making them better. You're not doing that uh, build the muscle around the joint. So I appreciate that. So then keeping that in mind, what, when should we reserve steroid injections for managing osteoarthritis of the knee? What's the right indication? Well, if you think that, and I agree with you, if you think that steroids don't alter the natural history of osteoarthritis, what they're really good for is when people have an acute flare, and your goal is to try and return them to their previous level of functioning. And in that setting, uh, steroids can be very effective. Uh, Often there'll be effusions, and you're going to be draining the effusion, and you can inject uh, some steroids at the same time, and you can provide a lot of relief. Uh, the, The effusion itself of course, can compromise their function. And so in that setting, I think it's fine to uh, use steroids. But if you're thinking about long-term functioning, uh, we don't expect steroids to have a benefit. That's one of the, uh, I think, one of the issues that this trial lays to rest, that steroids for long-term, long-term use really don't have a role compared to things like physical therapy. I uh, find that conclusion very intriguing and grateful. Um, for years, we've heard about, oh, you should take glucosamine chondroitin and all sorts of other things. Is there any role for any other um, supplements or herbal therapies that we should consider when helping patients with their uh, osteoarthritis of their knee? Well, you're certainly right. Glucosamine and chondroitin were touted for a long time. And Eventually, a couple of years ago, a Cochrane demonstrated that uh, this was not effective based on randomized trials. Since that Cochrane was published, there were a couple of trials that looked at just giving chondroitin alone, and they found some very small benefits, um, but these, this approach is still not recommended. I suspect that over time, this too will go by the wayside. There are currently several options that I know many patients I speak to uh, have, will try when they've got knee osteoarthritis. And there's, uh, there is data from randomized trials showing benefit. I think currently curcumin, which is a turmeric extract, is the most popular agent uh, used for knee osteoarthritis. And the typical dose is from 2 to 10 grams per day. This uh, it should be noted, if you're advising your patients about this, that it will have an odd flavor to it. I guess if you like Indian uh, cooking, it's not... It's not that odd, but uh, the capsules are not tasteless. Just as many of the you know the garlic treatments will have that uh, sense of, of uh, taste or smell. In addition, a couple other compounds that uh, have reasonably good evidence include Boswellia serrata. This is a traditional herbal uh, treatment in many parts of the world. The optimal dose here is uncertain. Uh, some trials have looked at 100 milligrams. 
uh, twice a day. Others have looked at 999 milligrams dosing. So it's a little unclear, and I would obviously advise patients to start with a lower dose and see what happens. And finally, avocado soybean untaponifiable uh, mixture, which is typically dosed at about 300 milligrams per day, also has been shown to have benefits. This is a mixture of the uh, fatty parts of avocados and soybeans. Wow, that's pretty wild. I hadn't heard of any of those, so thanks. One other thing to keep in mind, although it's not an herbal therapy, uh, Tai Chi has been demonstrated to have benefits as has a yoga and mineral baths. But interestingly, acupuncture has not been found to be helpful for this. Alan, I love this comprehensive approach. Thanks so much. Physical therapy, first line, and reserve corticosteroid injections for those with acute flare. Sounds like a good plan. Great. Thanks for talking to me this morning, Frank. Practice pointer. For patients with osteoarthritis of the knee, physical therapy should be a mainstay of treatment, reserving corticosteroid injection for those with acute flares. Join us next time when we talk about the new guidelines and management considerations for patients with gout. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primemed.com slash podcast and see you next week.